Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It's a Wednesday afternoon. It's time for Scoot on the Air Money Trends with uh, Metairie Bank on WWL. And Paul Myers is the uh, North Shore Market President. From Metairie Bank, he joins us on WWL. Paul, Merry Christmas. Good afternoon. Merry Christmas, Scoot. How are you doing? I'm good. All right. So, look, um, let's talk about um, the financial advice that you would give younger generations for their spending patterns. And and younger people um, sometimes um, spend a lot. Sometimes the, the younger generations seem to be a little on the frugal side when it comes to, to certain things. But uh, what, what concerns you about the spending patterns of uh, younger Americans? Well, I, you know, first, because you have a very diverse listening audience, one of the things that I, I want to make sure isn't lost is, is the fact that when you look at – historically, if you look at how people manage money – so much of it is the outside influence that they have and that they experience with with money and with finances. Um, but, you know, and we always talk about how you know people that that live through you know your your grandparents who live through the the Great Depression operate very differently than those who grew up grew up say in the eighties. We become a very much a, a kind of a throwaway type economy as opposed to you you fix things and and things are, are made. To, to last uh, as as an entirety, so it's it's a very different animal. As a matter of fact, I was reading a book, and I know I'm getting off subject, but I was reading a book talking about JFK, and this was actually a topic that when he was running for office, um, one of the issues was when they asked him how he felt he could relate to those who who had dealt with the, the Great Depression. He said, "Well, look," he says, "my family was comes from great wealth. My only experience in understanding the the Depression was when my father." hired additional gardeners so that they would have money to be able to buy food for their family. So again, I, I only share that to say that everything happens differently. And in this generation, especially Gen Z, what you've got is you've got people who, um, they grew up in a very different world. Uh, money was very cheap. Things were easily accessible. And what you have now that maybe uh, is is really transformed it is the the fear of missing out or the fomo mm-hmm. because of the the proliferation of social media so you've even got when when the study was done you've got people who that are in this younger demographic that aren't afraid to go into debt to ensure that they get Taylor Swift tickets I mean I, I only bring that up because that was such a, a huge thing back during the summer and then the fall was uh, you know the 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 massive amounts of money spent to to get tickets, but um, a lot more spent on experience. 
and and not as much on things. But when you look at the the credit card debt of what's going on in the in the nation, we're over a trillion dollars in, in credit card debt, which works out to like almost six thousand dollars per person at an average rate of twenty two percent. So, you know, these are things that are that are real numbers that I, I think you have to weigh the YOLO mentality of you only live once versus doing nothing but preparing for the future, right? Time is a great equalizer in many, many, many instances. So yeah. you, have to, you have to weigh that. And I think it, w- it, it would be important for younger generations to have a positive view of the future because if they don't have a positive view of the future, then they're going to be really those. So the, the, they're going to have that YOLO mentality, like you only live once, let's just do it now. I mean, we can't predict the future. Uh, let's, uh, let's go ahead and spend it. Well, that's exactly right. And the other thing, too, and I don't know about you, Scoot. I don't know how you grew up, but I, I can remember asking my grandfather and my grandmother, asking about what something costs and this and that. And, and, and I'm sure there are plenty of listeners out there today that they, they've heard us a thousand times of, well, we don't talk about money. Well, but if you don't talk about money with the younger generations, how do they learn? It's not taught in school. Financial literacy is not taught in school. You know, we with Louisiana bankers and Metairie Bank and others, we are trying to do our best to to build financial literacy programs within the communities in all socioeconomic classes. But that is not taught. So if you don't discuss money and money management and how to invest and how to be able to live, right? You live within your means, but you live and you you have life experiences. But you're also learning that you pay yourself first. Are you investing? Are you taking advantage of the the 401k or whatever the the program that that uh, your employer has? You know, those are all things and components that that work into understanding financial literacy and being able to enjoy your life while while you're going through it, but also helping to set yourself up. Uh, down the road. And Paul, I thought it was also interesting how you, you know, talk, you talked about uh, Gen Z and the, the FOMO attitude, the fear of missing out uh, and, and social media. And I had not really made that connection uh, before you mentioned that, but it, it definitely is a connection. Oh, it's, it's huge. And I'm, I'm, I read a statistic and I'm trying to find it real here, real quick here. Um, but it says, uh, according to a study that was done by Credit Karma, that, um, over over three quarters of the percent uh, three quarters of Gen Z respondents admit to going into borrowing and debt strictly because of FOMO <laughs> of of some type of an event or or being present in, in what's going on. Which, if I can make a little joke here, it's they they they're they're afraid of missing out of whatever experience is going on. But half the time, when you look at restaurants or you look at venues and you look at other things. Everybody's there, but they're staring at their phones. <laughs> no, it's true. And then, they, look, there's no doubt that, that Gen Z is more influenced maybe by social media than any other generation. Uh, uh, Gen, uh, the millennials and Gen X, certainly more than, than baby boomers. But, you know, I think even baby boomers are adapting to this fear of missing out mentality when it comes to uh, social media. I think so. I, I think, unfortunately, I think that's a little bit of human nature, right? I mean, we, we start to think, you know, I work hard. Why can't I do that? And and yeah. a lot of times it's one you can, but but you got to stay the course. I think it's it's great 
as we're coming into the new year, it's always great to kind of take a look at the the uh, the family budget, if you will. Where where are you know have you have you looked and are you making sure that all the different subscriptions that you have, do you need all of them? Uh, or you know, are you are you allocating money so that you can go on the vacation? Or hey, look, I'm, I'm I know I've got a a teen driver that's going to be driving in the next six or eight months. Do you have a plan to to be able to? Um, are you going to have to sh- now share the car? But no matter what, you're going to have to add them on insurance. Uh, or it, has your plan always been able to to try and help them with purchasing a, their first car? All of these different things. These are all all plans that you have to, you, you can't stick your head in the sand and just hope it works out, right? You, you've got you to gotta be able to, to, to have that, that discipline to, to put things in, into perspective. Paul, from what you've read, do you think Gen Z and millennials, I mean, they, they, I don't want to link those two together, but let's just say that the two youngest generations, do you think that they're more conspicuous consumers than boomers? Oh, that's tough because there's a lot of boomers that that kind of grew up in the 80s when you know the 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 proliferation of credit cards and extension of credit and things like that. So that's a tough one. I will tell you that statistically, Gen Z is more comfortable with um, investing and taking part in the stock market and and doing things. Now, now some of that has to do with um, they're investing in in non non fungible tokens. They're investing in crypto and other things that you know the the Warren Buffett of the world would cautious uh, again um, caution you against doing. But they do feel more comfortable in setting up those types of accounts. Now, what's funny is that same percentage statistically that says that they're comfortable doing it. They also tell you they really don't know how to properly explain to you what they're doing. But they're just comfortable putting the money in, yeah, yeah. and maybe that's a maybe that's a, a form or function of um, whereby they they you know you heard you put it into compounding interest if you just keep putting in and it keeps growing, you know, uh, as opposed to the the rich dad poor dad methodology of of you buy assets yeah. and you buy assets that um, real tangible assets within as opposed to stock, real estate, and other things that that uh, pay you through not only the appreciation, but also through hopefully the cash flow that they bring in each month. Well, Paul, thank you for your time and the uh, information and the inspiration to maybe uh, invest, even though you might not have done that up to this point. Uh, Paul Myers is uh, North Shore Market President for Metairie Bank, and I want to wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas. Same to you, Scoot. And I hope you uh, are you going to visit your uh, your daughter? Um, it might be my it would be my son and daughter in law and his family. No, I'm I'm not. Son you know they're busy. They're gonna uh, they're taking a little Christmas trip, so I'm not gonna be there. I'll I'll be here for Christmas, but um, I will find a way to make it happy. Well, I tell you what, stay dry because uh, it, it sounds like we we might get a little uh, little rain on Christmas Day. So stay dry, enjoy yourself, and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. All right. So- Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.